Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this Forbes Features HCI podcast episode, I explore the recent Forbes video, Impact Investing is Catching Fire. Here's what you need to know. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. It's great to be with you again today for this Forbes feature HCI podcast episode. Today I'll be exploring the recent Forbes video, Impact Investing is Catching Fire. Here's what you need to know. What is impact investing and how is it different from conventional investing and philanthropy? That's what's discussed in this brief Forbes video. And this is a follow-up to our Forbes feature episode last week where we highlighted social impact investing as well. Today, we'll define it a little bit more, explain exactly what it is and isn't, and how it can change the world. Thanks for joining me, and I'll catch you on the flip side of this first clip. For centuries, we've relied on the same model to address the world's most urgent social challenges. On the one hand, we make a living. On the other hand, we give back by paying taxes and donating to charity. But despite the tireless goodwill of philanthropy and government, many economists agree that the combined efforts of these sectors are no match for the magnitude of the world's social problems. Many economists also agree that tapping the power of the private sector has the potential to narrow the gap. How do we tackle the most complex, pressing social issues of our day? How do we attack climate change and the vast impacts it has on societies around the world? How do we address systemic racism, poverty, uh, homelessness, hunger? So many of these deeply seated social issues that impact millions, if not billions of people around the globe who are marginalized or suffer in some way. How do we address these issues? And historically, it's largely been left up to governments or it's been left up to charities through philanthropy to be able to address those needs. Uh, Many churches often step in and try to help. The bottom line is philanthropy and government assistance isn't enough. It never can be enough. The systems are too embedded and the problems are too complex for us to have a singular type of an approach or even a a two-way approach through philanthropy and through uh, government intervention. What is being suggested in this short video and, and really what the idea is behind social impact investing is that we can leverage the power of the private sector to also contribute to meeting and tackling the social issues of our day and and benefiting the social good in the name of This new wave is attracting an increasing number of investors. The movement has been dubbed impact investing. Impact investing is innovative. It's disruptive. 
and it's a $77 billion global industry. As an emerging model, there's still much debate surrounding the variations and even the definition of impact investing. But for the purpose of this introduction, we'll simply examine how impact investing blurs the line between traditional giving and traditional investing. Impact investing really does blur the line between traditional philanthropy and traditional investing, both of which serve their purpose and their role and benefit society in, in many ways. The point of impact investing is that we can leverage our investments not only for financial gain for ourselves and for organizations, but also to address a social problem and to benefit uh, and derive social good from the money that we invest. And as was explained in the Forbes feature episode last week, this whole idea of impact investing is still a fairly new phenomenon. Now, certainly there were isolated pockets of people who tried to do this uh, for a long time, uh, but ultimately it's really only been in the last decade or so that this has started to catch on, and really within the last five years or so that it's really picked up steam, and that more and more people are realizing that, yes, we need to be looking about how we're leveraging that 95% plus of the endowment uh, resources that we have within uh, within nonprofits, uh, within foundations, to not only be able to utilize the interest from those endowments to do good for others, but to leverage the investments of those endowments to benefit others as well by targeting the social good and social needs, social problems through those investments. I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press, The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership, Ordinary Everyday Actions That Produce Extraordinary Results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years. With increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition, the average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. On one side of the spectrum, you have dropping money into a donation bucket. You hope that it will make a difference, but you know that you won't be seeing it again. On the other side of the spectrum, you have investing in, say, the S&P 500. You hope this investment will bring a financial return, but you don't know its environmental or social ramifications. Impact investing marries the best of these two approaches by combining the rigorous analytics of financial investing and the heart of philanthropy. Ultimately, impact investors seek a double bottom line return, both a financial and a social return. 
both a financial and a social return, a double bottom line return. Now, we've talked previously in other episodes on this podcast about the triple bottom line and about uh, corporate social responsibility. Impact investing is just one other form, another way that we can start to tackle uh, some of those elements of the triple bottom line and certainly be able to meet a social good while also making our organization profitable and making money. Because let's be honest, unless we're making money, um, a lot of things aren't going to happen. We have to tap into the self-interest as well as the goodwill of the people. So social impact, I keep on saying social impact investing, it should have a social impact, but impact investing should not only look at the investment value, but also look at the social needs, the environmental needs, and other Uh, elements of the complex world around us to be able to meet those needs through the resources that we have at our disposal to invest. More and more organizations are doing this, more and more individuals are doing this, and millennial and Gen Z workers almost demand, they certainly expect, that we are more thoughtful about how we invest our funds, and they want to hold organizations accountable you know, when they donate their money. So if they're donating to a nonprofit or to a foundation uh, doing the, the typical philanthropy, they want to know that their money is making a difference and they want to know what the impact of their donation was. Hence the idea of accountability uh, that has sometimes been lacking in philanthropic circles and marrying the analytics and the analyses of traditional investing with philanthropy and with giving. They don't need to be mutually exclusive. We can build upon um, the good that we can derive from each of them and ultimately have a greater impact because of it. So who is an impact investor? She's a venture capitalist purchasing stock in a clean technology company. He's an experienced investor buying a bond to build infrastructure that reduces water pollution. It's a large bank backing an evidence-based early education program. And there are millennials financing a Kickstarter campaign for their first fair trade apparel factory in Africa. We can all be impact investors. If you have a 401k, how are you investing your retirement funds? Is it just going to an S&P 500 uh, index? That's There's nothing wrong with that, but is there a way you can leverage that money that's building over time and becomes larger and larger amounts uh, to, to be able to also uh, support businesses that meet a social good, that can address the social problems of our day? There are ways to do that with just our retirement accounts. Companies can do it with their endowments and with other uh, financial investments that they make. There are so many ways that we can utilize our resources through impact investing to not only gain and and earn money um, through interest, but also that we can do and meet the challenges of our day, that we can provide a social good, that we can support an environmental good, and ultimately uh, help those around us through what we're already investing. It, it, it doesn't really require any additional work as long as we're thoughtful about where that money, those investments that we already have that we're going to continue to make, that we're utilizing them in a thoughtful and meaningful and impactful way. I love the idea of impact investing. It's something that I feel strongly about. Uh, I, I know that more it's getting more and more attention, more and more people are starting to do impact investing. I would encourage you as an individual listening to this podcast to think about how you're utilizing your retirement funds, uh, where 
that is being invested and, and where uh, that money is going, but also as, as organizational leaders, particularly if you have any responsibility for any investment funds, endowments, or anything like that, how is that money being utilized? You want to build that endowment, that investment fund over time, of course, but let's target it in a thoughtful way to also be able to benefit society and add to the social good. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. As always, I hope you stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day, and I hope you have a great week. We are excited about the launch of HCI's new magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free, interactive e-magazine designed to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We will be publishing issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Check out the first issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week. Check out our new weekly LinkedIn newsletter, Alchemizing Human Capital, exploring industry trends via original research and interviews with executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We look forward to having you join us.